The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, listeners? Um, thank you for joining us for another episode. Um, yeah, let's get into it. All right, you are listening to the Rawcast. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. We are part of the WrestleCast. You can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast, dash the CSPN on any of your podcast apps. Just subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So Mo to the underscore Reese, we are back on to the Monday Night Raw train. Things have been looking up the last few weeks, so let's hopefully keep this momentum going as it's been actually pretty refreshing. Reviewing these episodes the last couple of weeks, a lot of things happening. Start off with the Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley is rather pleased by taking out Dominic Mysterio last week, and Finn Balor says the Mysterios will not be here tonight. That's enough about this week and last week, though, because Damian Priest is ready to destroy Edge next week. As for tonight, though, does anyone want to see Edge confront this team right now? Well, too bad, because he isn't here. Damian Priest is ready to send Edge back into retirement, and that means no more movies or TV shows, but rather more of him being wheeled around in a wheelchair. That's when Rey Mysterio jumps Judgment Day, but he can't bring himself to hit Rhea Ripley. Instead, Rey goes after Finn Balor with the chair, only to have the rip, only to have Rhea Ripley get in the way. The numbers game get the better of Rey, and Rhea DDTs him onto a chair. The coup de gras with the chair on the chest of Rey Mysterio leaves him laying. No Dominic Mysterio in sight. Yeah, Dominic was getting beat down. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, I don't blame him. He spent a lot of time on the business end of uh, some Rhea Ripley beatdowns. I'm pretty sure he was uh, somewhere keeping himself safe. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> this is true. Um, good way to start the show. Started with a little bit of a promo, put some action involved. So broke it up a little bit. It wasn't just them out there talking for the whole time. Uh, 
You notice the new lighting where it casts a shadow in the ring? Yeah. So, doing some new things. Um, Rhea Ripley's having a lot of fun. Uh, calling herself Dominic's Pappy. <laughs> Asuka, Alexa Bliss, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, women's tag team tournament first round matchup. Nikki Ash is sent outside, and Dewdrop's Mikinochu driver gets a two count on Asuka. Alexa Bliss comes back in to break that up, and it's the cross arm breaker that makes Dewdrop tap out. So Asuka and Alexa Bliss are your winners. Don't think anybody, you know, had the outcome in doubt, but the match was good, though. Yeah, it was a solid match. I'll give it to him. How are you um, feeling about the tag team of Asuka and Alexa Bliss? Mm, I mean, it's going, it's working for what it needs to do. I mean, you know, they're in it for the bigger prize, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca Belair was out with them at ringside, so after the match, Binky, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss go to leave, but they run into Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. A lot of you, a lot of yelling back and forth ensues. Um, Austin Theory says he's ready to cash in his money in the bank briefcase and become the world heavyweight champion. Dobb Ziggler comes in to mock Theory for losing over and over, but Theory calls him a has been. The brawl is on, and we go to commercial break. The the brawl continued during the break, and it looks like we have a match set up for later. We recap last week's. Bobby Lashley versus Ciampa United States title match. Ciampa says he worked hard last week, but we don't have participation trophies around here. Next time, he'll win the championship. Miz blames AJ Styles for interfering last week and smells collusion about Styles getting a title shot this week. As for Ciampa, Miz gives him a necklace with a picture of the two of them inside. Miz has a matching one, so it's kind of like the Logan Paul Pokemon NFT deal. Yeah, I know. How do you like the presentation, Champa, the past couple of weeks since uh, Triple H has taken over and basically given this man a, a, a new lease on life? It's cool. I mean, it's a step up from what, you know, how Vince had him portrayed. So it's good that he's being utilized in the way it's, you know, He's showing that he's not just a, some slouch. Miz and Chapa taking on Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. Uh, no longer main event Mustafa. He's made it to Monday Night Raw. Ali hits a heck of a dive to take Chapa out and drop kicks Miz into a sunset flip to give Alexander a two count. Back up top, Ali kicks Miz in the face, but Chapa knees kind of kicks uh, Ali out of the air when he's doing the 450. Champa follows that up with the fairy tale ending and Miz and Champa are your winners. Strong match. Very strong match. 
good to see um, Cedric and, and and Mustafa out here on on actual TV though. I would definitely, even though I give him a hard time about main event and all that stuff, Mustafa Ali makes the most of his opportunities when he gets the chance to wrestle on main roster. I really appreciate that. You stay ready. We take a look back at Kevin Owens taking out Ezekiel. Ezekiel's family, including Elias and others, including Elrod, they're surrounding his bedside with his father, Ernie Jr., saying his son will be back. So this was uh, a lot of work done. <laughs> Special <laughs> effects crew uh, for WWE. Uh, Drew McIntyre is on his way to the ring and passes someone putting out a fire in a trash can with Adam Pearce and others standing by. We get a video on the WrestleMania uh, launch party for the tickets. Uh, of course, we had Snoop Dogg and JoJo CY and a bunch of other LA folks representing. So Drew comes out for the, um, huh? Snoop put the um, death row chain around Becky Lynch's neck. <laughs> So, Drew comes out for his promo. Drew says he's tired of hearing about the island of relevancy and he's ready to win the titles and defend them everywhere they should be. Now, there have been reports that he is suffering from a bit of a bad back, and that's true, mainly because he has been carrying the load of 20 men for three years in and out of the ring. This isn't a job for him because he's living a dream. He's here to scout future opponents. So, what do you think of him versus Ciampa or AJ Styles? Seth Rollins, maybe even carrying Cross. Well, that's when Kevin Owens comes out to interrupt, and Drew likes that idea too. Owens doesn't like that his name was left off and thinks Drew believes he is in medieval times. If Drew thinks he's been carrying around, carrying anyone around here, then he is a real dumbass. Owens knows who he is though, because he is Kevin Owens, and he is a, he is as real as it gets in this business. For the last few years, he has been having a good time coming to work, but then something dawned on him earlier today as he got to the arena. This is the same arena where here he and Sammy had the fight of their lives and left it all in that ring six years ago. This is a side of him that is missing, and he misses the old Kevin Owens. He says, so it might be time to bring back the prize fighter, and now he wants a title again. Every champion is a target. He doesn't care if it's McIntyre or Roman because he's coming for the biggest prize of them all. McIntyre is tired of people making stuff up to get a cheap reaction and goes on a rant about he is, how he has done everything around him. They called him to come back after he was the chosen one 15 years ago. Now he's a two-time world champion and he's ready to go. Drew says we're wrestlers in a freaking wrestling ring, so let's wrestle. That was the quote of the night. <laughs> Everybody was, I mean, like the rest of the blogging site was quoting that. Well, you know, that was on the list of banned words, so. Yeah, no, and I said, and I said, uh, and that's why I said, um, this promo wasn't a flu under the old, old guard. <laughs> nope, you're right. It's good, though. They were both, uh, very passionate, very seemed very natural, and uh, it was like a real conversation, kind of back and forth. So that leads us to Drew McIntyre versus Kevin Owens. 
McIntyre catches Kevin Owens on top with the super white noise for a two count before hitting a Glasgow kiss. Owens is back with a super kick, but McIntyre clotheslines him down for another uh, double knockdown. Back up, the slugout goes to McIntyre, who then hits the future shock DDT. The Claymore is loaded up, but here come the Usos to jump McIntyre, and of course, that is a disqualification. So after the match, McIntyre fights the Usos off and backdrops Jay onto Jimmy on the floor, but then walks into a stunner from Owens. The Wendy is broken up, though, and McIntyre drops the Usos once again. Very good match between those two. Yes. It had to end in the DQ, though. Had to. Had to. Had to. It's one of those rare times where it's like, you can't be mad just because you're trying to reestablish Kevin as a killer. Drew is headed into the castle, number one contender. So... He's already been looking bad over on SmackDown, getting beat up by your boy. I mean, your boy. <laughs> uh, so, a good way to handle that. Here's Seth Rollins to watch a special interview with Riddle. Rollins mocks Riddle for needing to retire from his mother's basement, but maybe he can go finish seventh grade or start a farm. Uh, Riddle pops up on the screen to say he's medically cleared and atoned. Rollins mocks every other time it has been on and promises to wreck Riddle again. He wishes Riddle was here right now so he could stomp the final brain cells out of his head. That's cool with Riddle, who is in fact right here right now, meaning he's coming to the ring. Riddle storms the ring and head fakes Rollins to avoid the stomp. Rollins jumps drops him onto the uh, apron anyway and they go over the announcer table with Rollins unloading on him. The stomp through the table misses though and Riddle knees Seth over the barricade. The chase is on through the crowd and we never see these two again because Seth kept running like right on out to the uh, concourse and Riddle stayed in the bowl. Um... I guess they're trying to rehab Riddle somewhat. Probably. He had been taking some some beatdowns here the last couple of weeks. Uh, what did you think of the, the Drip God's outfit this week? I mean, can't go wrong with his, his outfit. So it's like, Extra fashion cash, but they thought, you know, I'm, I'm always down with it. <laughs> we get a video on Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles, which is going to take place later tonight for the United States title. Riddle wants to fight Seth and issues a challenge for the clash at the castle, but we already knew we were getting that match. I don't know why he had to redeclare the challenge, but anyway. Hey, Veer Mahan, remember him? He's back. He's taking on Bo Keller. Mahan hits something like a Thez press, setting up the million-dollar arm. The, sub, the cervical clutch makes Keller tap out. So thank you for coming, sir. Uh, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky are ready to win the tag team titles, plus the six-women tag at the Clash at the Castle. They go over to see Dana Brooke. 
who is ready for the 24-7 title. Oh, excuse me, Dana Brooke, who is ready 24-7. Uh, Dakota Kai tells her to be scared. Uh, be scared. Uh, do you think they should be anywhere near this 24-7 title? We'll save that for later. I, have, I, I may have something about that. Okay. United States title matchup, Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles. They go up top with Styles slipping out of a superplex and hitting a spinning torture rack bomb for a two count. Lashley is fine enough, though, to hit the spinning big ending for a two and takes AJ outside and runs him into the post. Back in, AJ grabs a calf crusher, but Lashley powers out. A forearm sets up a missed phenomenal forearm, though, allowing Lashley to hit the spear and retain the United States title over AJ Styles. Good match. Two weeks in a row, Lashley had good matches for the um, United States title. They're giving him time. And they've given him some opponents he can really get in there and go with. Yep. Uh, Champa last week, AJ Styles this week. Uh, I know a lot of TNA heads were feeling nostalgic. Yeah, you were. Watching those two uh, go at it. Uh, but, um... Oh, did you talk about Um, who made who made another purse this week? Oh yeah. Um, during the matchup, uh, in the middle of the match, Dexter Loomis jumps the rail and uh, tries to go. I guess we're assuming he's going after AJ Styles, or he's trying to protect AJ Styles. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So Dexter Loomis comes over the rail, and the security is. Holding them back and attacking them, and they. You all right over there? Yeah. They, they treat it as real as they can because they actually black out the TV and, uh, you know, try to make it seem like an intruder has invaded television premises. But, uh, yeah, he was all over the uh, all over the background again, uh, if you were paying attention this week. So, yes, Dexter Luminous is uh, still a prominent part of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and a lot of people said that they like that how he's being introduced to the main roster. You know, we got Dakota Kai taking on Dana Brooke, non-title matchup. Dakota Kai starts fast and knocks her down, setting up some rather cocky kicks to the head. Dana Brooke fights back but gets knocked into the corner without much trouble. The running boot from Dakota Kai gives her the win over Dana Brooke. See, non-title, see? <laughs> uh, it'd be a lot safe saying things would be different when uh, the big title's on the line. You know, I might be slow by, slow by phasing out process. Like mm. One mm. Okay. Main event, Dolph Ziggler versus Theory. 
Theory hits a running shots to the face and loads up the A-Town down, which is countered into a sunset flip for a two-count. The zigzag gives Ziggler a near fall, so Theory rolls him up for two, despite his feet being on the ropes. Ziggler is back up, though, and walks right, in, right into A-Town down for the clean win by Austin Theory. You need that clean win. Mm-hmm. Because it was just like he wasn't getting he was just making being made a mockery of the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like he was on TV the past couple of weeks. So he needed this when just to remind folks like, hey, I'm still money in the bank. And you know, I'm trying to, you know, make something of himself. People still don't like him. But what can you do? Yeah, man. Um, like you said, Theory definitely needed this time on TV to kind of not get passed by as the train had kind of moved on past him with him uh, not being successful with the cash-in at SummerSlam and also uh, missing some um, Monday Night Raws due to personal issues. Um, So, yeah, it was kind of a reestablishing of theory uh, tonight uh, on Monday Night Raw, which was uh, much needed for him because uh, the future still is kind of murky, but at least... You know, he's still kind of in the forefront right now. And uh, they'll figure things out as they go, it looks like. Yep. All right. Is it time for the Mo Meltzer new segment? Damn, I keep... This is so different, you know. It don't drag as much, right? Yeah. (laughs) We go to the show. That'd be that. All right, y'all. So, here's the news from around the way. So, so, dog, um, you know, open mic night might be coming to a TV near you. Oh, no. Brandy Rose? Yeah, she was at the PC um, performance center today. Well, yeah, I think it was today. And they said it wasn't for no, um, just no visit. Mm. This is for Fightful Select. So, um, never know. So, I mean, and I went back and revisited that whole um, Jay. Um, AEW um, promo when she came and interrupted Cody and then she came out there <laughs> oh so funny yeah our first introduction to, to Jay <laughs> so this Jay I still, like I said she definitely had that written by Big Swole I, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you hearing me, heifer? <laughs> and then the other time when she we kept she kept coming down Dan Lambert. Like, who told you it was open by I was like, oh, that's her lie right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Then that didn't last long because they were both out. <laughs> also, also AEW talent that said a WWE rep contacted them about returning. The report on Fightful Select didn't say who the wrestler was, but people are speculating that it could be Swerve, it could be Malachi Black. Could be a number of any AEW stars who contracts might be coming up in a year or two. So there's that. And so somebody and people are saying, you know, that's contract tampering. And they said, who are they gonna report it to? You would catch a gesture Roger Goodell. And I was like, that's stupid, y'all know. <laughs> Yeah, man, can't be out here trying to get the skinny on people when they're in the contract. Trying to sway fillet people back over to the dark side. Hey, when the 2024 is coming up. Very quickly. I won't be surprised if TK come with some um, contract extensions. Like, hey, We'll pay you this amount not to go over to the USA Network. Uh, more AEW news. Um, Say AEW talent is expected to be a part of Wrestle Kingdom 17. Mm, okay. That'll be interesting how that's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Um, 80,000 tickets were sold at WrestleMania. Um, for WrestleMania at SoFi Stadium. So, they said that was like the most in the pre-sales, the the record for for pre-sales they had. So, this might be, might be something big. The first WrestleMania without Vince. Mm. And that's going to be something truly, um, that's going to be something truly to behold. Mm-hmm. And it's in Hollywood. Yeah, right. The first yeah. WrestleMania without Vince. We, I mean, we're doing everything else without Vince, but this first WrestleMania is going to be the one. Mm-hmm. You're right. And how they treat him or how they go about honoring him, if they do, would be very telling. Very telling. Uh, Stephanie McMahon said her hiatus earlier this year was for family reasons and that no one forced her to come back when Vince stepped away from the company. Okay. Um, Sasha and Naomi was spotted at the She-Hulk premiere, which from, um, premieres on Disney Plus this upcoming Thursday. And... Well, you know, she's in the fam now, so. Yep. Um, Chris Atlanta will be out six to eight months. Uh, yeah, she tore her knee up again. Another, the other one. Whew. 
That is some. That is terrible right there. Yeah, man. It sucks. It sucks a ton. Um, especially just because she's never really gotten a fair chance through either injury or bad booking. So now she's injured again. All right, Don. Ready for main event? Let's do it. All right, main event. You have Shelton Benjamin versus Cedric Alexander and the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. Mm. What was the second matchup again? Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Yeah, on the strength of that, I'll check that out. <laughs> um, for um level up, we have Dante Chen versus Javier Bernal, Ivy Now versus Ariana Grace, and Axion. Versus Zion Quinn. Nah, I'll pass on that one. One of the folks that I talked about on for last week is coming at um, NXT soon. Who would that be, sir? Uh, Quincy Elliott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw saw a vignette of uh, of. The, what what was it? Something diva, super diva. The super diva, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this should be a lot of fun. Well, the thing, well, with what it was, I saw I was um just going through the timeline, and I saw a clip of their match from, from last week's um level up, and I say, well, they're bringing something new to. NXT, so this will be interesting to see um, that, that presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, six, six foot Apple is not to not is not thrilled about it at all. So uh, what was our, her um, what was her uh, complaint? She just doesn't doesn't like them. So I don't. I may her. I know may her talk. But I know, but she may, may have a reason as to why she doesn't like them. But um, I was just when I was. I said it you like hit me with the um the shit squeak gift to my own wife. <laughs> I was like, all right. I said, well, I'll hear about it, but I don't know. Like I said it might be something something different. That's that's what I'm just, that's how I'm looking at it. It's just something different for you know the audience. The, and it seems like they have a lot of um they have fans in the um fans in the um already within the um, NXT universe, so. Also, it looks like Ricky Steamboat is going to be um, the timekeeper on um, for AEW tomorrow. That's the so, you know, HBO House of Dragon is, is presenting the Dynamite episode, so Ricky Dragon Steamboat. So that's a Makes good sense. that's a good guy for for them and a good payday for Ricky. 
Okay. Yeah, Ricky Steamboat. He he always looks in great shape. So, yeah, he should be. Uh, he should do I want somebody's on trial. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to. That's um. Well, I can, I'll wait until you and Simi talk about um, NXT. Oh, yeah. What happened tonight? Yeah. To close. I mean, we had, we had, well, we kind of had a main discussion when the, when, the, when the result happened. And Madame Lizette kind of just gave her reason as to why he, they would, uh, um, that certain group would be a better fit on SmackDown. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, there might be more help on on Raw because uh, in actuality, Rey Mysterio and Dominic, they need somebody to at least be able to put their hands on Rhea. And, uh, right, that's what I said. That's what I was just saying. Like, she needs, um, they need to call in a header mm-hmm. <laughs> with Rhea. And if um, you can get her to come through, get Electra to come through. That would be something yeah. that would be helpful for them. Yeah, even up the eyes a little bit more. Right. All right. Um, excuse me. Um, Stone Cold's a big fan of the Usos and they do a great work. Um, yeah, that's he's a fan of tag team wrestling, so yeah. What do you think? So he's a big fan of tag team wrestling, so I can see that. Yeah. Um, Diamond Dallas Page said that um, Conrad Thompson approached him for one last match and he was like, no. <laughs> No, don't worry. Conrad can get the money up. He might be saying yes. Oh yeah, he can. He can. He can price talk him into a buying the house too, and saving <laughs> on it too. So, so here's the thing. So, here's here's the thing that that's been been thrown around. This is this is something that was also thrown around Monday. I'm going to get your opinion on it. Okay. So, Leo Rush had posted a, a picture of him and Lashley. Him know, and him who? And Lashley. Oh, you know, Bobby Lashley? Yeah, possibly reconnecting or whatnot. Lashley. Lashley. But now I'm reading that if he was to come back, they would probably put him in hit row. What? You got to think about it. He's a musician, too. He's a, he's a, he's a, um, he's a musician himself. So the whole musical aspect, he would fit in with that. Okay. Now, I would say, do you think it would be possible to that to work out? Mm, 
do they really need Leo Rush? Are they are they not content with just B Fab being the leader? Because that would be the Here's way the I would go. Here's the thing. Here's, here's two more things to go about that. First, when they chose, they came back, they were trying to put everybody in their mama with the group. Mm. Carmelo Hayes shot that down instantly and said, he said, I'm not taking my time to hit Rome, but um, shout outs, shout outs to them though. Mm-hmm. He did the three fire emojis. And then um, AJ Francis was like, Stop trying to um, pay up your black wrestlers and join hit roll. We're not taking applications right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see it happening, but at the same time, we know how Leo Rush, how Leo Rush can be when it comes to fulfilling his company. Well, he got cut. And he was rubbing people back backstage the wrong way, had his whole entourage and everything back there. So, so. any uh, any any news from TNA or anything going on with them? Um. Jordan Grace, well, they have new women tag team, new knockout tag team champions. Um, who else? Um, I think Mickey James is going to retire from wrestling. Probably the only thing I really have about um, TNA. Okay. They're teasing WWE season Bray Wyatt return. Man, Triple H's been working the phones, boy. Right, he was definitely them them you up texts. Fresh Radish is is coming to uh, some upcoming live events on WWE. Lex Luger said that. um, he got a lot of heat when he first joined WWE um, back in the day. The Ric Flair told the locker room that he doesn't fly coach because he was used to flying with the horseman and style with the horseman. <laughs> and he got a lot of heat. I was like, how is that his fault for Ric Flair saying that? Um, they said that the DX... Um, the DX episode of the biographies um, did well, but it was down in a certain demo, probably the 1835. But um, and next week's episode is about age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that preview. Yeah. Um, the rivals was about WCW and. Uh, WWF Monday Night Wars. Did you catch that? Say again. Rivals. Did you catch that? The Rivals A and E. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, it's about WCW and WWE. Oh, 
rivalry. So, you know, WWE do what they do. They the one to live to tell the story, so. A lot of people were watching uh, Shawn Michaels' uh, biography, and then they felt that it was DH, that DX, excuse me. Uh, they didn't realize how strung out on them pills Shawn Michaels was. Right. A lot of people they were upset that Rick Rude wasn't um, mentioned in the DX um, in the biography. Mm. Only man that ever appeared on. Nitro and Raw on the same right, page. same, <laughs> which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But he left because of the uh, Montreal screw job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching. Um, I was um on Reddit, and it was um. Somebody had posted. Um, remember what? I don't know if you was, you was watching it during this time, but they were showing um, their backstage segment with um, Dusty and DX. So Shawn Michaels had this thing where whenever they brought up anything from WCW, he was like, "I've never seen." He said, "I've never seen um, seen this before." Like. It was one time I know it was like Booker T and Diamond Dallas Page was doing the um a WCW um it was like a WCW um DVD that was coming out and so um Shawn Michaels came back there and he was like he was like I've never seen any of this before. He was like I'm a working Monday night, so <laughs> so um so Shawn Michaels was um so they were doing DX doing backstage segment with Dusty, and so they brought up the Shockmaster, and so Sean was like, "I never, never heard of the Shockmaster." He said, and, "And Triple H was like, you never heard of it?'" And so Triple H goes down the whole thing about how there's a big fat guy, big fat goofy guy, and a stormtrooper hat, and then like they spray glitter around it, and then it was like he came from behind the wall, and like just like that, and they point to a wall. You know, and they did the whole thing, the whole presentation with the, the, the little explosion, and then the shockmaster comes through the wall, <laughs> helmet falls off, and he's up there, you know, saying, I'm going to, like, the ex going to shock you. Because first he said Triple H to Shawn Michaels, and he was like, I'm going to shock you. And so they were like, Where's that voice coming from? And so when they, he said the voice like is coming from over there, and they paid the camera over. It was Arn Anderson holding the script in his hand. <laughs> and he drops the. He says, "Sorry, Dreamer." Drops the mic and runs off. Oh Lord! And they go back, and they was just like, "Yeah, it sucked." And so that's when um, Triple H and Sean walks away, and Dusty turns to um, to get the Shockmaster person and says, "It should have worked." <laughs> it should have worked. <laughs> and, off, and the guy takes off the helmet of Santino Morello. And he's like, Yeah, he's like, I love the Shockmaster. <laughs> yeah, he tripped over the damn. The, Oli the, Anderson, I think it was the story was Oli, I think Oli Anderson put like uh, something, a uh, piece of two, a two by four right there. Yeah. Because, um, 
It was the one who played Typhoon, did Typhoon in the tugboat. John Tenter. No, the other guy. That's... John Tenter was Earthquake. Was Earthquake. Um... Um, the Typhoon was... Um... Oh, oh, shit. Oh, God. Um... Shoot, I can't think of his oh. name. I can't think of his name. Fred, uh, Fred, Fred Ottman. Yeah, Fred, yeah. Fred Ottman. That's right. That's yeah. like Dusty Rhodes' like brother-in-law brother. or something. Yeah, yeah because when, when it happened, Cody, he said Cody was watching um, watching it and said, you guys, I think that's Uncle Fred. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was like, oh. When that, when that, I remember just watching that happen, like, not seeing it on some old, like, Next day, I mean, I was watching WCW Saturday night when it happened, and it was just like they was just setting it up. <laughs> and he came through that and fell, and the helmet came off, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <laughs> they had the helmet, put the helmet, put the helmet, hurry, put the helmet back. Oh, yeah, well, god. we knew that was the end of that, and then we're gonna that see was, that again. That was the end of- it's just funny with things like that happen in wrestling, and you just it's just like it changed the whole the whole course of everything that happened. You know, that's supposed to happen. You know, he trips and falls, and the helmet comes off, and then it's like, what? That that shit to be right there. WWE Saturday night. in the mid nineties. Wonderful place. Very wonderful place. <laughs> also, um, so I think this week, probably was yesterday, it was six years ago, the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had the 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 classic Kota Abushi and versus Cedric Alexander. And I remember seeing that matchup, and I was like, and I had tweeted out, "This is." I had tweeted out, and I was like, "Man." If um if Cedric loses, I ain't watching the um I ain't watching CWC no more. And then here you come talking about something. Well, thank you for watching. <laughs> but um that was now that was a, a, a classic, an instant classic right there. Yeah, that's about Cedric Sides. Huh? So that was a lot of fun. That's how Cedric, yeah, that's how you, like you were saying, that's how Cedric got signed on the strength of that. Tripped the crowd, yeah, just I, would I went, not stop cheering for him. I went and watched that whole, I went and watched that, gave me the like little clips. I went and, I said, I said, it's one of the rare times I'm pulling up Peacock <laughs> to, watch, to watch something on the, on the network. And it was just worth, um, it was just worth watching. It was just like, um, just a great match between those two. And I was like, damn. So I was like, so was Cole just a free agent at the time? Or he was just doing it for the New Japan just let him go just let him go do it? I think they just let him go do it. Oh, okay. I don't think he was in it, and Zach Saber Jr., he was in it too. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I think one of the yards today was like, it was like, yeah, um, they're not going to let them win because they don't want a contract with them. 
Mm-hmm. If they ever contact with them, they're not going to go over. <laughs> that's what happened. They, um, I think TJP ended up winning that. Yeah, Cruiserweight Classic, the original one was uh, the very first one. It was a lot of fun just because it had people that you never thought you'd see in WWE. Uh, in it had some people you haven't seen before at that time in it as well and it spawned a whole you know 205 live and a whole bunch of stuff because it was done so well and it it gave us the um the um the the play the seeds kind of like how the for them like how the marvel universe does it plays the seeds for um champa versus um gargano years later Yeah, and they was um, they fought in the first round, and that was just like planting the seeds, what they went through years later. But yeah, um, um, that was a lot of fun. What's your, what's your thoughts on Sasha and Naomi coming back? You think they're coming back at the castle? Yeah, because they didn't lose the title, and we wouldn't be, and it wouldn't be every every that wouldn't be right to bring it back now in the middle of that, um, in the middle of that, in the middle of this tournament, just bring it back at the end, and just be like, you know, was it next one? What night? Night of the Champions? Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what October. Yeah, because this this Cardi is in, um this Cardi event is in September. Yeah, United Champions. I think it's the next one. They got Survivor Series, so we have a build up for Survivor Series. Yeah, I think I think hopefully they'll be in the field, like you said, by Survivor Series, and uh, and we'll get the big unification matchup. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be on Dakota Kai Io Shirai versus. Sasha and Naomi, yes. Oh, so you uh, think you think yeah. they go? They go win? Yeah, I don't think win. I don't think Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark are gonna pull an upset though. Look, 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 look! I was, I was watching that. I was watching which they rest. I was like, yeah. I was like, she's definitely losing to Mandy, and she's definitely. I say they definitely they might they might advance, but that's it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I might advance. That's all we're giving y'all. Um let's see. Backstage news. Oh, um saw Shanky backstage and catering. He was uh, kicking it with uh, Maria, the interviewer. A word? Yeah, in catering. Um, I saw Kayla. I saw Zia Lee. I saw Shotzi. Um, who else? I saw Ricochet. I saw Bumass Corbin. Um, I saw oh, Reggie. <laughs> At first, I was like, "Who the hell is this black dude with these?" Dreads? And then I was like, "Oh, that's Reggie." Yeah, we ain't seen him on TV. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen him. Yeah, 
So, yeah, I saw Natalia. So, yeah, I saw a good number of folks coming in and around catering on Friday. Yeah, here's the thing. They have good food for the back and catering. And that's, I couldn't see exactly. I know they had some type of chicken breast. They had like a mm-hmm. whole bunch of fruit and, you know, healthy stuff. And then the only thing they had really bad was soda. Well, that's cool. You got to go backstage. Who'd you go with? Oh, no. I was working. Oh, you was working? Yeah. Oh, I thought you, um... No, that's, you... that's what I meant by playing subject to change. Car subject to change. No, I, I thought I was going to go as a fan, but it didn't work out, so I ended up working. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought... Okay, but never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, as a way, uh, you know, if I would have went as a fan, I definitely wouldn't have seen all those people. Gotcha. <laughs> so, it works out. Yeah, it, it does work out. In the end. You know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about uh, the more money the investment man owes. They're talking about they're going to need about $10 million to complete this investigation. And they thought they think that some of that money, that five million dollars, that latest five million dollars, might have been a donation to Trump's campaign. Um, yeah, they said that. Um, he had. Um, they said somebody had a um, a, a forty-five um support sign outside of the WWE truck. Kevin it said money to Kevin Dunn, so <laughs> which will make sense. Man, these uh these jump supporters have better calm down. Yeah. They're messing with the FBI son. That ain't the game you wanna play. Listen the F- the FBI, listen that should be some 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 nasty business right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, sir. Yeah, sir. Um, let's see if anything else. Going on. Oh, um, you excited for all out? Seeing Pope made his return. Yeah, I think all that was going to be a lot of fun. Um, waiting to see some more of these matches uh, develop. Uh, Jungle Boy Christian looks like it's going to be one of the matches on there. The six-man uh, trios finals, I guess, is going to be a part of that. Um but yeah, the uh, return of CM Punk after he came back last week to confront Moxley. Still had a little limp, so we'll see if he can get himself all the way healthy in the next three weeks. But yeah, all out should be fun and should be long. What was that for, sir? Uh, 
Oh, it was something outside of wrestling. Oh, okay. So I was saying that um, Swiss Beats and Timberlands 2 on Trilla for $28 million in missing payments. The company that they uh, were airing the verses on? Yeah, the one they, they sold it to. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they get their money. Right, because... You know, you fucking around with the fucking rounds. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Bobby Fish is saying, I don't know. He's saying Coca Bana. He believes that Coca Bana is not in the dark order anymore. Is Coca Bana even in the company anymore? <laughs> right. I haven't even seen that man in forever. Yeah, but they said once CM, they said once CM Punk, like, was, they was like signed CM Punk. A lot of people, um, made the, um, call to keep him, um, to keep him around because of what he meant, like, backstage and everything. So. Right. Cause <clears throat> even friends no more after that whole podcast debacle in two thousand what fifteen I think. But we can wrap this up, bro, because we rambling on and on. <laughs> Well, turn it over to you, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese for your shout out. Thank you, sir. Well, shout out to you, Don, for another episode. Shout out to our WrestleCast familia, um, Jade and Simi, Terry's boy, Anwar, our Spaces crew, uh, Khaled Ring. Um, I just realized what the play where his name was from. Mm-hmm. I'm just Mm-hmm. Um, um, Black Marvel, Black Holland. Um, shout out to uh, Jupiter Julep. I was on their podcast this past Sunday. Um, good episode. Had a good time. Um, shout out to um, everybody who's in the hashtag with us. Um, that's about it. Um, shout out to um, the OGs, uh, Sam, um, Greg, DD, Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs, classic, um, Roll Up, Sunny, um, Word, aka Jerome. Um, hey, that's about it. All right, thank you, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese once again for joining me here on the broadcast. Uh, check out me and Mo over on the Dark Match. We are also uh, can be found uh, over on the CSPN uh, Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, Miss J to the Max also is on this latest edition of the Dark Match. Uh, we talk about taking hikes, NFTs, 
and the Orioles. So it's almost an hour and a half worth of extra content, plus me and Miss Simi as well, breaking down last week's AEW Dynamite. That can all be found over on the Patreon page. Shout out to the guys over on the Comic Book Chronicles for their latest episode that they've released. So check them out on CSPN.us. You know, shout out to everybody that Mo uh, mentioned in his shout outs, the crew, everybody who is down with the CSPN and the WrestleCast family, everybody who uses the hashtag RawCast each and every Monday night. Shares our commentary with color with us, whether in the Twitter spaces or the live tweet. Definitely appreciate you guys. Continue to give us the five-star ratings through iTunes and however you listen to the podcast. So continue to do that. And uh, support the sponsors. Go to cspn.us. Click on the page on the tab at the top of the page that says keep our podcast free. Do some shopping with our sponsors to help keep the podcast free each and every week. So for my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. I noticed some reports going around that Drew McIntyre is suffering from a bit of a back injury. I have to be honest, it's true. Mostly because I've been carrying the load of 20 men for three years in WWE, in the ring and outside the ring. And I do it with a smile on my face because it's a privilege. This isn't a job, this is my damn dream. That's why I'm here my day off. Some future opponents with Drew McIntyre's champion. I actually got goosebumps because I realized that this is the very same arena where at Battleground, Sami Zayn and I had the fight of our lives and left everything we had in that ring. We gave people a match they still talk about six years later. And then I realized, you know what? There's a side of me that's been missing for far too long, and uh, I miss that side. I miss the old Kevin Owens. I think it's time to bring back the Kevin Owens that people called the prize fighter. And Drew, I haven't held a title in WWE for five long years. But enough is enough, and it's time for a change. So now, I am coming after everything. Every single champion is a target. The US champion, the intercontinental champion, the tag team champions, and Drew, I don't give a damn if it's you or Roman Reigns. Whichever one of you walks out of Cardiff champion has got a hell of a problem, because I'm coming after the biggest prize of them all, and that's the undisputed WWE Universal title. I know exactly who the hell I am. Someone recently called me the chosen one. I was the chosen one 15 years ago. Then I got fired. Then I had to work my ass off, earn my way back to this company. And they called WWE. They called me and I've worked my ass off every day since. I'm a two-time champion. I beat Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Randy Orton, everyone that stood in my path. Don't you dare look
bullying me in the eye and pulled up BS again. Now I think it's time for Owens and McIntyre to stop talking. I don't care if you're a prize fighter, a sports entertainer, a superstar. We're wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's just freaking wrestle.